want to begin in Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 12. Ephesians 6 and verse 12. Familiar passage, very important passage in the time and season we're living in. Ephesians 6, 12 begins like this. For we wrestle, you ever been in a wrestling match? Not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. In what places? Folks, today with the help of the Holy Spirit, I come to renew your hearts and your minds so you become strong in the Lord and in the power of his might and are no longer ignorant of the devil's devices against you. Hmm. And if you were here several weeks ago, I shared a message entitled, Satan's Favorite Satan's four favorite weapons. Say Satan has four favorite weapons. Now who remembers what they are? Number one is satanic delays. Any of you been waiting for something for a long time and it just don't seem like it's coming? It ain't God, it's the devil. Secondly, satanic deceit that's way he makes it seem as if it's never going to come he wants you to deceive believe that everything you've been praying for ain't coming and say that's a lie because god's promises are yes and amen the third trick is satanic distractions it's amazing how the enemy knows how to keep you distracted Say, say, neighbor. Amen. Lately, have you had a hard time focusing? It wasn't you. It was the adversary to keep you frustrated, angry and mad, so you don't think God is helping. All right. And then the fourth one was satanic disappointments. Ooh. It's amazing how many people come to church depressed, okay? Because of disappointment. Look at your neighbor's neighbor. Have you ever had any disappointment? Get over it! Notice I said over. If you go under, no, over it. Say forgetting those things that are behind. Say I'm focusing forward and upward every day. Hallelujah. So again, the four things that Satan does is satanic delays, satanic deceit, satanic distractions, and satanic disappointments. Afterwards, we pray together to bind each one of the four favorite weapons, and we loose the blessings of the Lord that maketh rich and addeth no sorrow. Come on. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Now today, I come again to increase your capacity to believe and receive 
with a message entitled, Your Most Effective Spiritual Weapons in Battle. Your what? Spiritual weapons in battle. Say neighbor. You got to know how to fight. You got to know how to fight. The good fight of faith. Without cussing. Without fussing. Hallelujah. All right. Now, you will never win a spiritual battle through your own strength and your own wisdom. Zechariah 4 and 6 says it this way. Oh, my God. Zechariah 4 and 6 says it this way. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Not by what? Might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. And then if we go to 2 Corinthians 10 and 3, 2 Corinthians 10 and 3 says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Anybody ever hit somebody? Yes. Slap somebody? Yes. <laughs> to make yourself feel better? And it didn't get better, it got worse? For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Amen. Let me take it to Hebrews 4 and 12. Hebrews 4 and 12. Let me build the case. Hebrews 4 and 12 says this. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of joint and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. For the word of God is quick. The word of God is powerful and the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of your soul and spirit and of the joint and marrow and is a discerner of thoughts and intents of the heart. Folks, here we learn number one of the most effective spiritual weapon in battle, we each must know and speak the word of God. Look at say neighbor. In a spiritual battle, don't just cuss. Speak the word of God. Matthew 4 and verse 8. We're following in Jesus' footsteps. Matthew 4 and 8. It says, again, the devil taketh, talk, taketh him, Jesus, up into an exceeding high mountain and showing him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. And said unto him, all these things will I give thee if thou will fall down and worship me. Say neighbor, the devil wants you to worship him. Then said Jesus unto him, the devil, get thee hence, Satan, 
For it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Then the devil leaveth him, and behold, angels came and ministered unto him. Say, when you command the devil to leave you, he will leave you for a little while. He'll be back. When Jesus spoke his word, the devil was cast out. Likewise, when we each learn and practice consistently knowing and speaking God's word, we too will win in satanic battles. But you got to understand, just because you knocked him out one time don't mean he ain't coming back. And, and see, in this life you shall have trials and tribulations. When are you going to be of good cheer? There are days you got to tell the devil every day, devil, you, you work on a job, you might have some devils in there. Devils? <laughs> you might have a family. De devils? No, no, no. No place. No place. No place. I'm going to live and not die. I'm blessed and highly favored. The word of God. Proverbs 18.21. You know this one. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Now this is revelation. There's a reason many of us are emotionally strapped is because of what the words we keep speaking to ourselves. You can't talk to, you can't trash yourself. I said you can't trash yourself and expect to be joyful and be happy. Every time you look in the mirror say, hey, I got it going on. Don't let that mirror tell you how you, nay, no, I'm new. I'm alive and well. I'm beautiful. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. That's real, folks. It's a discipline. You have to call things that be not as though they are. Even when you're in, in improvement zone, you got to keep calling things, yeah, all right. What's the next step? What's the next step? What's the next step? All right, here we go. Any of y'all ever put makeup on? You put makeup on. When you put the makeup on, the first time you touch yourself, the makeup ain't all on, is it? But if you keep working with the makeup, it gets better and better and better. Same way with your life. You got to keep working on it every day, every day, every day. But as you speak to yourself, the enemy will give you, he, hey, he wants you wearing yourself out. Some of us are too hard on us. Say, say, neighbor. Sometimes you're just too hard on yourself. Them words that you speak to yourself, ain't no God in it. Proverbs 18, 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Some fruit I don't want to eat. I said there's some fruit I don't want to eat. From these verses, we learn the next effective weapon in spiritual battle. Here we go. Secondly, conversation should reflect the mentality of a conqueror. Ooh. Conversations should reflect the mentality of a conqueror. Amen. Too many of you roll with people that don't want you to be any better than they are. And sometime in your family. Oh my goodness. 
if you get a, if you get the, if you do just a little bit better than somebody else, they get mad with you because you're doing better than they are. But guess what? You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You're supposed to do better. Hallelujah. Better and better and better. Conversation should reflect the mentality of a conqueror. Daniel 3, you know, Daniel 3.17. This is so awesome. Daniel 3.17. Daniel, Daniel, Daniel. Oh, my God. Daniel 3.17 says, he was in a tough situation and he was being bombarded. It says, if it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. The king was going to put him in the furnace. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Folks, that is the way our conversations should flow in every satanic test and trial. When you go to the doctor and the doctor says, you look like you're going to die. No, doctor. I shall live and not die. And when, you know, you're around somebody and say, you sure, you, you, just, you just look miserable today. No, I, the joy of the Lord is my strength. I think myself happy. Hey, don't be, don't be moved. Hey, I'm, I, I, in, in God, I live and move and have my being. That's real, folks. That's real. And you can't just practice it. You got to do it. That is why our conversation should flow in every satanic test and trial. Why? Because in Christ we are more than conquerors. Say, look and say, neighbor. You're a conqueror. Yes, you are. Don't worry. You get knocked down. Get on up. Get on up. Get on up. Hallelujah. That's real, folks. That's real. Sometimes you got to tell your feelings, no, mm -mm, no, mm -mm, I'm getting up out of here. Mm -mm, no, no, no. You're not going to torment me. You're not going to harass me. No, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Now, Holy Ghost, I need some help. Help me. Send some angels, God. Send some angels to help me get on up. All right? Now, Proverbs 18 and 10. Proverbs 18 and 10. Oh, this is so awesome. The name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous run into it, the name, and is safe. So third, we each must daily take authority over satanic, over Satan in the name of Jesus. Daily take authority over Satan in the name of Jesus. Acts 3, another example. Acts 3 and 1. Acts 3, 1 says, Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid, now get this, daily, daily, at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple, who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms. And Peter the one that uh, denied the Lord three times, the one that cussed, you know, the one that really messed up. 
But then he had a moment when he came back to his own senses and realized that he was wrong and repented. Now, now, Peter fastened his eyes upon him and John said, look on us. And he gave heed unto them expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, what? Silver and gold have I none. Say, say neighbor. Don't roll your eyes at me. But sometimes you ain't gonna have no money. And when you don't have no money, if you got the name of Jesus, that is your money. Then Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. He took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. Now, here we have a keen example of the awesome power we each have when we release the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Now, but in 2018, the year my heart is for this house, the devil and his hosts are working overtime to persuade people that the name of Jesus has no power to stop demonic weapons. That is why the devil keeps taking people captive and, and persuading them to make jokes and mock the name of Jesus any way they can. There's so many comedians that mock the name of Jesus. Jesus, just Jesus, just Jesus, just Jesus, just Jesus, to take the power out of the name. But I got news for you. Every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess that Jesus, come on, is Lord. Amen. Amen, amen. Don't get tricked into thinking that, hey, I got news for you. The reason we are able to come here today was because we called on the name of Jesus and he kept us away from the storm. He blocked us. He protected us. It was the name of Jesus. We commanded Florence to stay away. We commanded Florence to stay away in the name of Jesus. Hey, there's power in the name. Hallelujah. Say, God, thank you for the name. So be, be aware and hold fast to the profession of your faith without wavering. Now, Philippians 2 and 9. Oh, my God. Say, Jesus. Jesus. Say, Jesus. 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 Philippians 2, 9. Says it this way. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of things in heaven, of things in earth, of things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Say, Jesus, Jesus. your name, name. is highly, highly exalted. Your name is above every name thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Jesus that's real folks we must be clothed ourselves in the spiritual armor each morning in prayer <laughs> uh, you do need to have some morning prayer before you leave your house 
leave your garage come on Ephesians 6 13 Ephesians 6 13 wherefore take unto you the whole arm of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day in the evil day and having done all to stand stand look at your neighbor say neighbor it's time to stand because we in some evil days stand hallelujah Daniel 6 and 10 he was in an evil day Daniel 6 and 10 now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed meaning he knew he was in trouble <clears throat> he went into his house eye contact folks the house ain't just a building you are a house I said a house is not just a building you are a house <laughs> When do you go in your house and talk right in your house? Oh my God. When Daniel knew that the writing, when he knew trouble was signed, he went into his house and the windows being open in his chamber towards Jerusalem, he kneeled upon his knees three times a day and prayed and prayed and gave thanks. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You in trouble and you thanking? You in trouble and you're thanking? You in trouble and you're thanking? And gave thanks before his God as he did aforetime. Meaning he had a habit of not being intimidated by trouble. He had a habit of praying and giving thanks in trouble. Uh, In everything, give thanks. Wait a minute. I'm in trouble. In everything, give thanks. In everything, give thanks. Because somehow God going to work all that thing together for my good. I'm calling things that be not as though they are until they is. Folks, my God, my God. Like Daniel, each must practice and develop our relationship with the Lord so we stay fully spiritually armored each and every day. From the time I get up to the time I go to bed, I'm saying, Lord, just thank you. I heard somebody say, just tell the Lord, thank you. And we heard that and we just, hmm? But do you know when you thank the Lord, something happens. Lord, I thank you. I, I don't know how you're going to work this out, but Lord, I just thank you. Lord, I, I don't know how you're going to, but I, I thank you, Lord. I woke up this morning. Thank you, Lord. I'm in my right mind. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for my peace of job. Thank you, Jesus, for my peace of family. Thank you, Jesus, for my peace of mind. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. In everything, give thanks. Oh, my God. Every day. Stay fully spiritually armored each and every day. Psalm 57 and 7. Psalm 57 and 7. See, I'm getting stronger with this word. Psalm 57 and 7. 
my heart is fixed. Oh God, my heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise. Now folks, that's, hey, when, you, woo, when you've been in them tight situations, ooh, Lord. I mean, for just some of you pressing your way to get to church today, huh? You came to sing and get praise. It wasn't easy last week. You pressed your way to sing and give praise unto God. Because your heart is fixed. Awake oh, up, my glory. Awake oh, up, salty in heart. I myself will awake early. Early. You might have cried all night, weeping may endure for a night, but joy came in the morning. Hallelujah. Folks, the psalmist had a faith routine and expressed it this way. A faith routine and expressed it this way. My heart is fixed. Oh God, my heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise. Boy, that, 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 that's easier said than done. When your heart is fixed, you're going to have to sing and make melody in your heart. Don't let the enemy beat you up because tears flow. That's how you release. That's how you get better. After a while, them tears will dry up. Amen. You weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. After you done cried yourself and you, ain't, you can't find no more tears, just say, Lord, I just thank you. I done, my tears are dried up. I thank you. Ladies, men cry. Oh, we do cry. Hallelujah. We cry on the inside. We don't want you to see it on the outside, but we cry on the inside. Amen. Until... And when they dry up, Lord, I just thank you. So now, Lord, I, I, just, I just, hallelujah, praise you, Lord. And somehow the Lord does something supernatural every day. He's working behind the scene. He's working in front of the scene. He's doing something every day. Oh, my God. What's your faith routine in 2018 and beyond? What's your faith routine? It should be clothe yourself in spiritual armor each morning too. Meaning you need to have prayer every morning. Every morning. Don't be leaving. No. Mm -mm. When you open your eyes, Lord, I just want to say thank you. Lord, I just thank you for another day, another day, another day. Heaviness, get off of me. Depression, get off of me. Uh-uh. Fear, get off of me. No. This is going to be a blessed day. Every day. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Isaiah 58 and 6 says, Oh, Isaiah 58 and 6. I'm building the case. Hallelujah. Here we go. Is not this the fast that I have chosen to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, and that ye break every yoke? The fifth step we must learn to respect the power of prayer and fasting. Prayer and fasting. Mark 9 and 17. Another example. Mark 9, 17. And one of the multitude answered and said, Master, I have brought unto thee my sons which had a dumb spirit. And wheresoever he taketh him, he teareth him, he foameth and gnasheth with his teeth, 
and pinneth away. I spake to thy disciples that they should cast him out, and they could not, and they could not, and they could not. Eye contact. One of the reasons sometimes you're in tests and trials and you bind the enemy, rebuke the enemy, and he don't go nowhere is because you done left out the other ingredient, fasting. You done prayed, but, 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 but there's, 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 you, you need a little more heavy weight. Mm, 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 mm. Mark 9, 25. Mark 9, 25. Same chapter, but verse 25. When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the foul spirit saying unto him, Thou dumb and deaf spirit, I charge thee, come out of him, and enter no more into him. And the spirit cried and rent him sore, and came out of him. And he was as one dead, insomuch that many said, He's dead. But Jesus took him by the hand, lifted him up, and he arose. Mark 9, 28. And when he was coming to the house, his disciples asked him privately, why could not we cast him out? And he said unto them, this kind can come forth for nothing but by prayer and fasting. So sometimes, folks, when you're dealing with heavy situations and you've been praying and praying and praying, add some fasting to it. So you can hear more from God. So God can release more power in that situation. Here we tap into a very important whole armor principle. There must also be times and seasons when we each combine our prayers with fasting. So the anointing of God increases more and more in every area of your life daily. The disciples had to learn and practice that and likewise so do we to manifest the power and glory of Almighty God here in the earth realm. Um, eye contact. When you fast, I'm not talking about starving. People here fasting saying, I mean I got to starve. Mad cause you, mad cause you didn't, you, you didn't eat your meal. You didn't die to come on now. That blocks the flow of the spirit. You got to understand that the fasting is to, so that you and God can be stronger in, in that. He can take away that feeling of, of missing the appetite, missing the food. And therefore, something supernatural begins to happen. Yes. Amen. And see, the problem is many of you don't practice that. Sometimes, you know, when, don't just wait till you get to a difficult situation. You ought to be fasting part, you know, that ought to be part of your routine. Once a week, you know, skip a meal and just spend some time talking to the Lord and praising God and magnifying the Lord so that when you have to really fast, you can do it and not be intimidated. Right. Say, say, neighbor. Yeah. Fasting yes. don't mean starving. Don't mean starving. Meaning, also, drink some water. Because the enemy wants you to think, okay, I don't, I don't eat nothing, I don't drink nothing. No. And then you faint. And then you're like, okay... You can't, even, you can't even get your own self up. Say, neighbor, keep some liquids in your system. Hallelujah. 
that will help you stay strong in the Lord in the power of his name. Now, as I close today, let me share just one more very important key to maximizing your most important weapons in battle. Proverbs 1 and 5. Proverbs 1 and 5. One more. A wise man will hear. Say, that's me. And will increase learning. Say, that's me. And a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsel. Hmm, say, that's me. Now, here we go. Folks, we each must pursue and extract wisdom of God from mentors he places in your life. Got it? But here the trick of the devil and his host is to make sure we each function in pride so we avoid connecting and having real true relationships with a faith-believing mentor. Huh. As your pastor. That is part of my faith assignment, to release wisdom of God into your lives. But the choice to believe and receive is still up to each of you. Hmm. Will you become wise and hear and increase learning? Will you attain unto wise counsel? So one of the most effective spiritual weapons in battle, you know, being your pastor, when I'm giving you revelation, I'm not beating you up. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to encourage you. I'm trying to set you for your next promotion. But the enemy's trick is, you don't need to hear, Pastor. He, he's saying, he, I, I heard him say that before, and I heard him say it again. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing, and hearing. Sometimes you got to hear something 99 times and finally get it to 100 times and understand it. Well, you know, Pastor said that, but I, I tried that, didn't work. It ain't about trying, it's about living it. Amen. Being a pastor ain't easy. I said being a pastor ain't easy. Because everybody don't, everybody don't be smiling when you're telling them something. <laughs> yeah, they be the head of, hmm. Yeah, I, everybody ain't receiving it. Amen, 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 amen. Just because we don't have a thousand members don't mean I ain't anointed. Oh, yeah. hey, 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 hey. My assignment is to restore and rebuild people's lives. And every life is important. Hallelujah. Say, I'm learning, Pastor. Hallelujah. So what are the most effective spiritual weapons in battle? I'm closing. One, you must know and speak the word of God. Say, I must know. And speak the word of God. Two, your conversation should reflect the mentality of a conqueror. Say, my conversation should reflect the mentality of a conqueror. Hallelujah. Number three, you must take your authority over Satan in the name of Jesus. Say, I must take my authority over Satan in the name of Jesus. Say, devil, back off. In Jesus' name, go from me. Go from us. 
in Jesus' name. All right, fourth, you must close yourself in spiritual armor each morning in prayer. Say every day. In the morning, I'm going to have some prayer. I'm going to talk to the Lord. I'm going to listen to the Lord every day. And fifth, you must respect the power of prayer and fasting. Say, I must respect the power of prayer and fasting. Finally, you must pursue and extract the wisdom of God from the mentors he places in your life. You got to pursue and, and receive. Amen. I may not know it all, but I know something. Amen. And the Lord will place other people in your place, in your life to be mentors of you. But if you get, if get pride He's just like, oh, ain't nobody going to tell me nothing. No, no, no. I don't care how much degrees you got. Somebody going to learn something. You can learn from a jackass what not to do. Amen. Say, I'm a learner. All the rest of my life. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor one thing you learned today. Come on. Come on, tell them, tell them one thing you learned. Huh? Your most effective weapons in spiritual battle. Hallelujah. Sound more than a conqueror. Hallelujah. Praise God. For those of you who've been watching, we want you to know that you can have the Lord as your Savior. If you confess Him with your mouth and believe on Him in your heart, you can be saved. And after that, ask Him for the Holy Ghost and the Holy Ghost to come in and give you the gift of power, the gifts of the Spirit, and you too will be more than a conqueror. You would call you blessed and highly favored, but guess what? You need the Lord just like we need the Lord. And when the Lord comes into your life, all things are passed away and all things become new. In the name of Jesus. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah! <laughs> Hallelujah! Now make this confession with me. Say, I'm a... I'm living in the overflow. In Jesus' name, I have surplus of prosperity. In Jesus' name, I have more than enough. In Jesus' name, I'm blessed beyond measure. In Jesus' name, my cups are running over. In Jesus' name, I'm furnished in supernatural abundance. In Jesus' name, I receive multiple streams, multiple streams of income now and forevermore. In Jesus' name, my storehouses are full and overflowing now and forevermore. In Jesus' name, I'm increasing more and more now and forevermore in Jesus name I'm living in the flood stages now and forevermore in the name of Jesus the floodgates of heaven are open and the blessings are pouring out now and forevermore in Jesus name there's not room enough contain it all 
in Jesus' name. I am, we are experiencing the blessing flood now and forevermore. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Angels, make it happen. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, make it happen. Now, now, in Jesus' name. Shout hallelujah.